Hey guys, welcome back to All About Bikes presented by Pivot Cycles. In this episode, CEO and President of Pivot Cycles, Chris Kokelis, talks with previous professional rider and current athlete coordinator, Rachel Wen and Pivot Cycles Regional Sales Rep, Ryan Maloney, to discuss Pivot Cycles' first e-gravel bike, the E-Vault. This is previously recorded episode from when we launched this bike in February 2021, and we wanted to upload this episode for all our new listeners on this podcast. The E-Vault is Pivot Cycle's first e-gravel bike and evolution of the current Vault. So let's jump in and learn about the newest edition of the Pivot Cycle's lineup. Hi, I'm Chris Kokalis with Pivot Cycles, and this is Rachel Wen and Ryan Maloney. Uh, we're here today to talk about the new E-Vault. So we started this development project several years ago, uh, actually when Pivot f first launched its new shuttle for the first time in 2017. Uh, there was a small e-bike drive unit battery manufacturer also starting in Germany at the same time called Fazua. And uh, we struck up a conversation and they supplied us couple of motors, batteries, and their bottom bracket assemblies. And we started working on a, a design, a couple designs actually, of uh, what would be the best fit for this type of system. And after, uh, after a, a lot of prototypes, a lot of working with, with the system, and a lot of development with them over the years, um, it's finally time to launch the new bike. So uh, both of you guys had uh, a hand in riding and development and even tuning of, uh, of how we wanted the power to come on. And um, yeah, Rachel, tell us about your, your first ride on the bike. And Yeah, so um, I didn't really know what to expect. I've ridden the shuttle, but it's a completely different experience, but the same like excitement that you get on the shuttle. Um, my favorite part of the ride experience was being able to put out a good amount of effort for longer than I could have on my regular road bike. And it just like, just makes you feel, I told you it made me feel like super woman, so. And uh, it's nice cause you used to be a pro cyclist and- Yeah, and I'm not there anymore yeah, by yeah, any means. But no. you can still go and, and Ryan, you're kind of still like a pro cyclist. You're kind of the food weighing, <laughs> we joke uh, <laughs> about your uh, your habits and your bike setup for yes, that matter. Yes, but, uh, yes. Um, yeah, so I, when we gave you the bike to test, honestly, my what I was looking for from you was to really just lay miles down and yeah. put some durability testing on the system and, uh, and handling and frame flex and all the things we need to do to tune the, the carbon layup and the ride of the bike and uh i didn't actually expect you to like the thing so <laughs> well, i did <laughs> you did so tell me about it um well you know i think for me it was it was a it was a very interesting experience for me because i was part of the you know testing phase for the vault um you know the the, cycle, uh, the gravel bike and for me I, I didn't really know what to expect at first and I remember like the first ride I got on it, I, I was like, okay, I'll kind of see how this goes. And I, I'd get it into the first, uh, the first setting. And I was like, and I immediately came to mind. I'm like, oh, 
like, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> like, I just basically put a, you know, you know, ear to ear uh, smile on my face just with just the enjoyment that you had with it. I mean, like Rachel was discussing, you can, you know, basically be putting out a normal effort where you'd be, you know, going, you know, 16 to 18 miles an hour. And on this, you're in the, doing the same effort and you're going 23, 24. So it just becomes like a, you know, this very enjoyable, like, you know, riding at, you know, race pace in certain group rides and not having to be putting out the watts that I would normally have to be putting out to ride race pace. So for me, I just had a blast, you know, riding the bike, you know, for the, the period of time I had it, I was actually a little upset when I had to, when I had to give it back and not ride it as much anymore. Um, but yeah, for me, just the overall, the ride experience was, was amazing. It kind of just, you know, kind of make you feel like you're a kid again when you've got on the bike, you know, for that first time in quite a while, you just have a big smile on your face and you get to ride a really sweet bike in the, in the process. Nice. So, uh, one of the things was, is when we, when we were working on this and we got through the development of the extra large frame, we started working on the other sizes and I, I had to ask Ryan to bring his bike back in. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get that thing back from him was a little tough. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, maybe no. tomorrow. Um, yeah. no, no, I, I got some more testing <laughs> I need to do. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he, he was a little upset cause we didn't have a lot of batteries and motors laying around. And so we had to build it up so that we could, uh, test the small and the extra small and get that done and then hand it off to you. And then you wrote it and actually uh, we were still in the phase of figuring out the, the power output on it. Yeah. And uh, one of the things on the bike uh, with the software that's downloadable to the computer is you can tune the power output on it. And uh, based on your experience, you found uh, the there's three actually there's off, you can ride it without any assist. And then we have breeze, screen, river, blue, and rocket. And so you were in, in the river setting a lot? R river setting a lot, just to kind of understand the tempo, like going uphill versus flat. And yeah, I just really, when I changed the settings, I, I wanted a little bit more consistency. Um, when going hard and then going a little harder yep. um, and it was incredible that you we could just make those changes um, like that yeah so you came back with some good feedback and then we we adjusted the output and and then i wrote it others wrote it and we're like wow that that was a great change and then that's now the stock setting for us so yeah um but that that tunability is great there's a, an app that Anybody who gets the bike, or if you just want to download the app, you can do that on either Apple or Android. I just need one more app yeah, on my phone. Just so you can mess with your friends who have the same bike. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the app gives you a lot of data information on the bike, and then the computer software allows you to adjust that power and, um, and, and really manage uh, a lot of the, the tuning options on the bike. In the near future, um, those will actually combine onto the app. So without ever having to hook it to the computer, people will be able to basically adjust to those power settings, save their power settings, send those setups to their friends to test if they find something they like better. Um, the entire system itself has got some really unique things about it. First of all, it's the lightest. It's called the Fazua Evasion 2.0 
drive pack system. And uh, some pretty cool things about it is the, the motor uh, can actually completely come out of the frame when you, when you go to charge the battery, it, the two pieces come out together. Um, you can ride the bike without the motor. There's actually a cover they sell to, um, if you just want to ride your bike as a regular bike after riding it with the battery. I don't know who would want to do that, but if you want to just carry sandwiches instead, that cover, there's a lot of room Snacks, in there. Snacks, burritos probably fit better in there. Yeah, we haven't tested it yet, but, uh, but we estimate you could fit, uh, you know, one foot long, one six inch in there maybe, depending, but you could probably get two full foot longs in there. Yeah. Extra large, yeah. Yes, yeah. the extra large, that's another, another perk of being 6'5". But you don't eat that much, so you don't... <laughs> 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 Anyway, maybe I should ride the extra large. <laughs> so um, the battery comes out of the drive pack unit. The battery weighs three pounds, super lightweight. That's the, about the same weight as a full water bottle. And um, when you're riding the bike, if, you, if you're using a combination of the different modes on the bike um, and not just rocketing it all the time um, like you two, then uh, you can get about 50 miles, a solid ride with uh, three to 4,000 feet of climbing in the ride. Um, and so getting a second battery, uh, we'll have the battery available through our dealers with an Evoc pack that, uh, it's a nice bike packing pack that straps to the bo bottom underside of the top tube. And so it'll allow you to still carry your water bottles and the extra battery for those 100 milers. Um, but Another nice thing about the bike is even if you don't want to carry a second battery and you want to do a 100 miler, um, the, the system is drag free. So when it's not engaged, there's zero drag on it. And that is quite a bit different than pretty much any other drive system on the market. Um, and that really allows you to comfortably put your power down. In fact, I got to tell the story about we didn't tell you how to turn the bike on when you first got it and you did a full pull yeah. and to work and you were probably about halfway here before you wondered yeah, if like, this e-bike thing was, <laughs> was really like, for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was was in the early stages of testing it and there was a, a step you needed to do before you, you know, t uh, change the mode. And I'd go out riding and I'm like hitting it during the ride and it, nothing would come on. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm working a lot harder than I should. <laughs> Like on this, on this bike ride right now, and then uh, when I came in, they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you have to do this before the e-bike or the drive unit turns on." I'm like, "Oh," and that so. was a, that was the nature of the prototypes. <laughs> yeah. Now you just press the button on the top tube, yeah. and your bike turns on. But uh, um, that's actually something I really like is like the the position of where the on and off mm -hmm. and the mode switches. It's super easy to like just quickly take your hand off the handlebar and like the colors of the lights um, are really helpful to to differentiate what what mode you're in yeah and it's a it's it's a very touch sensitive um, control so if you have gloves on it's it's you, you can change modes really easy without like taking your hand off the bar and like really pressing something down. hard it doesn't click or anything in fact in the the software program you can actually change the, uh, um, the sensitivity of it. Hmm. You can change it so much that, you barely well, if you sweat on it, <laughs> it will change the mode, which we were, we were experimenting with that. They also have a thing, um, if, if this would be more of a problem in Germany than in Phoenix, 
um, or in Portland, uh, rain mode. So if you're in a heavy rainstorm and rain's pelting this thing and actually changing your mode, you can hold down the button and change it to, to a mode where you have to um, press the, the little Fazua symbol to change the modes and, and click it through its modes and then you can hold it down again for two seconds and, and take it back. But uh, yeah, that was an interesting one because we were playing around with just how sensitive you could get and it was almost like you could almost will it to change for you. But unfortunately, when you're, if you put it that sensitive when you're on really steep climbs and you sweat on the wrong side of the button, it's turning off. So uh, rest assured when, when you guys get your bike, it will be at a nice setting that uh, allows with gloves to easily be able to change it. And then if you wanna try different things uh, in the future, you'll be able to change that with your app or you can change it with the, uh, um, with the computer program. Uh, and also the, the compatibility is one of the big features of the bike. So um, the, the, f the data for the Fazua unit, the power meter readings, uh, cadence, all of those things can, can feed through your Garmin, your Wahoo, uh, some of the Garmin wearables, Lazine and Sigma. Uh, so really the biggest suppliers of data and computer bike computers in the marketplace. Um, the bike has DI2, GRX DI2 group on it. And so if you add the DI2 wireless connector, which is just a small inexpensive piece, um, then you can feed all the DI2 data into the, your Garmin, Wahoo, et cetera, as well. And uh, it's, it's a lot of data. I mean, you, you train with, uh, with, with all the information. You're a numbers guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that's a really, uh, one thing that's really impressive about it is as an overall unit, it's a very, it's a very user-friendly, um, you know, system. So you can very easily connect to, you know, com, you know, majority of the Bluetooth computers of your choice. You can, you know, actually get power data from it. You can, you know, hook your uh, the DI2 up to it and, you know, get a lot of information. So you can, you know, get a lot of data um, out of the system if that's what you what you're looking for. So it's it's a, just a really nice you know, user-friendly experience. It's not an overly difficult thing to get set up and to use. So I was really impressed with that. So yeah, I've been using the, the 1030 here and uh, yeah, it's, a, it's amazing scrolling through it and, and being able to just everything that you can do with it. And um, that's also, I think, kind of unique to the system. The other thing too is, uh, um, it's the, the drive unit's kind of really unique in the world of, of e-bikes and drive units. Um, it's, I think I mentioned already, it's the lightest system. Um, it also falls in a really nice place as far as power output. So it's a 55 newton meters of torque um, and it's class one. Most, all class ones are classified as a 250 watt motor, but things like the, like the EP8 we use on our shuttle that's a 250 watt motor that has a much higher max output. Um, this will go max 300, it's basically putting out 100 to 300 watts. Um, the motor's very lightweight. The entire system doesn't add much weight to the bike. So, so you have a sub 30 pound complete bike um, with the feel of our vault. And uh, it's just really snappy, um, really nice and then other, some of the other things on the bike, when we developed the vault, one of the big things with that, 
was to basically have a bike with pro tour level power transfer and when you get on the pedals for it to go and of course when you add power to your pedals that becomes even more important but we also don't want to lose comfort on the bike there there reaches a point where if you start to put too much flex into the seat stays or chain stays to get vertical compliance out of the bike um, then other things start to suffer and you get front derailleur rub and the bike twisting up and not able to sprint and uh, Maloney here puts down a lot of power, and so we got the full stamp of approval. Ah, uh, you put down a lot of power too. <laughs> um, yeah, we, so same thing we've done with the vault and all of our bikes on the ride tuning is to make sure that that balance is struck. Um, but to be, able, to be able to keep that and also keep a comfortable level bike, when we launched the vault, we came out with Isoflex. And that is a system that basically holds the seat post isolated from the frame um, completely and so when you're going over bumps they don't make it to your saddle and uh, you've spent a lot of miles on the gravel you've spent a, a lot of miles as well um, what do you guys think about isoflex well I'm a, I'm a huge i'm actually a really big fan of it i kind of the same thing didn't really know what to expect you know the first time i got on it and you know there's a lot of you know companies that claim to do a lot of certain things by isolating um, you know road vibration and that sort of thing and one of the things I was most impressed about it was is it it just smooths out the ride so much but it's not something that you you know really notice until you kind of start you know thinking about it a little bit more and you know kind of realizing the type of terrain you're on it you know just takes that a little bit of edge off you know rougher uh, rougher tarmac rougher gravel roads um, the other nice thing that's nice about it is when you kind of when you do kind of put the power down on rougher terrain a lot of times you know if you're hitting rougher terrain you can kind of get bucked off the saddle and you kind of get you're moving around a little bit more with this that isoflex basically isolates any of that road vibration and allows you to kind of keep that power transfer smooth and through the pedal stroke rather than losing it while you're getting moved off the saddle so it, it it's just another you know added you know complement to an overall really well designed bike so it just makes it ride you know even that much better so for me i'm, I'm a f firm believer in just the overall you know quality of the isoflex and how it adds to you know the ride characteristics and the ride quality of the bike yeah no i'm on my statement would be on the evolt i didn't ride the saddle chris knows i'm like extremely picky about what saddles i ride on what bikes and i just rode the saddle that was on the bike and the, i f could feel the isoflex taking some of like the the pressures out of the areas you don't want pressure um on the saddle i usually wouldn't ride and it made it rideable um and what you said about like actually taking some of the vibration from actual the road out of what you feel from the saddle that was the first time i really like it all clicked in my head was when i rode um, a saddle i usually don't ride awesome and uh with that we on the spec side we combine it with a carbon seat post it's our tuned flex carbon design so uh the the layup inside the seat post is different from uh, side to side, front to back, so that that adds an, an additional level of comfort to the bike. Uh, really everything on the bike is, it's designed to be a nice high-end build as you would expect from Pivot and everything work well together. So it's GRX Di2, 
Reynolds carbon wheels, uh, compact drivetrain uh, with the Praxis carbon crank, and then an Easton uh, carbon bar. So really just top of the line, excellent working stuff, DI2, uh, all works great together. And then of course, like any good road bike, gravel bike, uh, fits two water bottles on, on every size frame. So uh, that's another nice thing about the system is that it is so sleek, uh, really kind of just disappears into the bike and you can be in a group road ride and uh, it, it's essentially completely silent. Um, yeah, I felt bad passing some people, to be honest. I was like, they have no clue I'm on an e-bike yeah. right now. And I just like, I just, I just let it go. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling good today. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I was battling some people on occasion up to the towers that I had no business <laughs> going up against. And, uh, and it wasn't until we got to the top and they've turned themselves completely inside out. And, me too, a little bit to, to, you know, at least make it a fair fight. I was staying in the in the breeze, and then yeah, they'd start looking over the bike, and it would take them a minute or two. Yeah. What is that? Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> Does that have something else going on? And uh, yeah, it's got something else going on. A little something. So yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is just like both you guys said, it's it's a ton of fun. Um, and really whatever you want to do with it, it's kind of the ultimate all-surface bike. It, w with our regular vault, our general spec is more towards the gravel end where we've got wider gravel-specific tire, flared handlebars. Uh, this one uses a compact standard drop bar, 32C uh, Maxxis refuse tires, which uh, can take an amazing amount of beating and gravel and, and off-road. We've taken them on full-on mountain bike trails um, and but they're great on your daily commute all, all around the city wherever you want to ride the bike on a group road ride um, and it's really a bike for whatever you want that bike to be yeah like for me I feel like it's that like I've got an hour while Adelaide sleep in I'm gonna go as far as I can in that hour and that helps it be a lot more fun yeah well, I think that's also one of the really fun parts about it is, you know, I think there's this conception that you get on an e-bike and it's just everything's super easy and I don't have to work at all. Oh, no. And that's not the case. Like this, this bike, first and foremost, you know, rides, you know, like a, like a pivot does. And it's a, it's a quality bike to ride and it's a lot of fun. But, you know, I can still go out and turn myself inside out and get a good workout in. It's just then I have a little bit left in the tank when I come back and have to work the rest of the day. So it's it's just a tremendous amount of fun to ride the bike and it's just an overall, you know, it's a great experience. And that's that's what I really appreciate about it. Yeah, it's not, I mean, for uh, f for the, the average to even fit rider that puts in a lot of miles to go out and, and get a 50 mile ride in, in, I don't know, just a couple hours. Um, two, two and a half hours and then come home and go about your day. And even though your heart rate was up the whole time, you were working hard and you felt like you got a really good ride in, like your legs are still sore the next day, you can still, it's, it's, it's the difference from going on with your day and having a productive rest yeah. of the day with your family or whatever you want to do. Instead of like the nap, crash yeah. on the couch, um, maybe have two days to recover yeah. from that one. Um, yeah, no, it's, you can do multiple days and just keep on going. 
um, it, it, it's just super fun everywhere. So uh, yeah, and then the last thing too with the versatility is it has the same tire clearance as the vault. So you can, you can run fatties on there. You can run big gravel tires. Um, there are wide rims on there, so changing out tires is pretty, well, just as easy as changing out any yeah. tires. Um, it is uh, uh, just like the vault, it is 650 compatible, so if you want to run smaller, even wider 2.0 uh, tires on the bike, you can do that as well. And uh, mullet. Yeah, you can mullet it. <laughs> yeah, we were joking around, just like the vault, uh, the, uh, the Fox, uh, gravel road uh, suspension fork will fit on there so you can put your big old fatty 29er on the front drop your 650 on the back and uh yeah you're ready to roll they just need to make some you know, get some of those big wide three lane wide handlebars and and go for it but yeah you can make it whatever you want but i think for most people the stock setup maybe with some slightly wider tires if they tend towards just mostly riding off road um but if you're you're if you're mixing it up with the bike, uh, the gearing, everything about it is just uh, will cover a wide range of riders, um, and it's just fantastic everywhere. And then we should uh, also mention the colors. Yeah, I was actually just about to ask suck. you, what <laughs> what color are you going to get, or have you already decided? Well, sometimes when a bike is hot, I wind up riding the unpainted uh, prototype that I've had for three years. I got a few of those in my garage these days, but uh, and then I never actually get to the color that I want to ride. But uh, it's a hard pick. The the glacial green metallic uh, with the skin wall tires is really hot looking. Um, but then the the full stealth with the with with the black sidewalls. Um, yeah, it's really a split decision for me. And, and I know it's gonna be good when you can't decide, yeah. but uh, yeah, there's a lot of black bikes out there. So I, I think the Glacial Green Metallic's pretty Maloney, unique. Maloney, you too? Yeah, like Chris says, I've, I've, I've ridden a lot, of, a lot of black bikes before. So uh, I'd like to put a little color in it. So I'm, if, if it becomes available in an extra large, I will, uh, that's yeah, what I will I, I, That's, that's gonna I will be, be my road as well. Yeah. Like small, which ones, you know, what can we do here? But black is slimming. And if you really want to hide that, <laughs> that drive pack. That I think I, I enjoyed the black <laughs> being pretty stealth on, yeah. on my rides. No one sees funny. that one coming. Yeah. Like, no, there's no battery. Yes. Yeah. So either way, the Evolts awesome and a uh, lot of incredible features. And thank you guys for helping develop the bike. And that's everything about the E-Vault. We gotta, you gotta tell them to, once we launch the bike, to go into your local pivot dealer and go buy one. Go into your local pivot dealer and go buy one. <laughs> the sales guy. Just saying. Thanks everybody.